Popcorn Junkies. Hi. This is my mother. Hiya. She's a film fan, a film lover. Um, and we're reviewing Scream, the 2022 variation, uh, which I believe is also uh, informally known as Scream 5. Yes. Uh, neither a prequel nor a sequel, as they call it, a recall. A recall, they do call what it that. Re what does that mean? A remix, a revisit, a remake? I think it's whatever you want it it's to be. It's whatever you want it to be. This is a recall, whatever recall means. Yeah. Um, it's obviously, it follows in the tradition of the Wes Craven, Wes Craven franchise to the point that one of the key characters in this is called Wes. Yeah. To the point that it's dedicated to Wes. And I didn't realise that of all the franchises where many, many inferior follow-ups were made, Wes Craven directed all of them. I think. Yeah, no, I didn't realise that either. And I couldn't remember for a minute that it was, it was dead no, until no. I saw it. And in a weird way, I think what became a bit tiresome with them was they kept retreading the same territory. Yes. Um, especially the telephone territory, which we'll get onto in a minute. The most, probably in sort of horror film history, the screen, first screen film holds a really unique place for killing off a major star in the first 10 minutes, the whole Drew Barrymore thing. Yeah. Um, and that was quite an arresting thing. It wasn't arresting or new to have someone killed in a horror no. film because it was Halloween and Friday the 13th and all that sort of stuff. But it was quite something. To, it played with our expectations to yeah. have such a big star. Yeah. Now, every other film since has played with this idea of being on the phone in the first scene. Yeah, and also the, the whole thing, if I'm not going too fast, but of never knowing where the scare comes from. The first scene in this film is, in a sense, a retread of the original film, and as I say, many scenes in the others. I thought she was good, that girl. She was good. That young girl was good throughout it. Um, and the whole thing of who's phoning, she mm. discovers it's not the person she thinks is phoning. Then there's quite a nice little riff on the tech, house tech, yes. trying to lock the doors and yes. unlock, yes. Lock, yes. unlock. Yes, I thought that was good. And then you've got um, you've got old ghost face suddenly turning up. Mm. Um, and here's my problem. I have always got this problem with slasher movies. You've seen Halloween Kills, haven't you? I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah. There's only so much I can get scared of with a knife. Yes. I would say unreservedly as well, and maybe this is totally the wrong thing to say, is that this film isn't scary at all. No. It no, isn't. right down. It's lots the, of things, but it's not. Yeah, scary. and it's kind of gory, and it's kind of so you know, it's the usual ubiquitous set of Ghostface kills various people. We don't know who Ghostface is. We don't know if there's one Ghostface ghost or several. We don't know if there's one or two. There's many. Uh, there were two in the original, and there are two killers in the original. They seem to be saying that. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, I mean, the other problem with this film that I genuinely had when I got back from the cinema was you need to know all your screen films. So, for example, I was right across. Courtney Cox, mm -hmm. um, but I wasn't across the other woman, Neve Campbell. Yeah, you know, so I, I I lost touch with the franchise at that point. Yeah, and there were many many bits and moments where it was kind of riffing on the whole whole idea of what those characters were in the original films. David Arquette, for example, yes. and Dewey. I thought David Arquette was brilliant in this actually. Yes, yes, David Arquette. Yeah. I couldn't for the life of me think. I, I thought he was great. And so, yeah, so we have Ghostface. Is Ghostface scary? For five seconds, yes, he, he is. And if everything else around yeah. him is scary, but it's exactly as you say, there's there's not that much they can do with a knife that no. isn't going to make you think, well, okay, I've seen that before. Most of the scenes were pretty standard. You know, jump, out, jump out from shot, yeah. uh, edge of shot, yeah. uh, shut a fridge door to reveal background, yeah. stand in front of an open door. I mean, they played with it a bit where it didn't yeah. happen and it yeah. didn't happen. It didn't and it didn't. didn't, 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 didn't. Yeah. More often than not, it didn't. And then, and then occasionally it did. I mean, some really nice gruesome close-ups of knives going into necks. Yeah. Yeah. But none of that even, you know, something that I think does work with Halloween is there's often that moment moment where he stares at them as they die. Mm. It wasn't mm. even that. 
No, well, I suppose they can't be because of the nature of the mask, isn't it? So anyway, so he goes on a killing spree. It kicks off again. We discover that one of the girls is the is the son is the daughter, He's the illegitimate daughter of Somebody. Ghostface. Yeah. Um, this they they decide to go back and, and resurrect the cast from previous films to help them. So Dewey comes back in, played by David uh, David Arquette. You got Courtney Cox. You have got Neve Campbell. They're all they, suddenly it's like it's like bring everyone in. Yeah. Bring everyone in from all the... It's a bit like Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween again. Yeah, isn't it? well, Neve Campbell, I must have seen the one where Neve Campbell came into it because she looked absolutely right to me. Yeah. And I thought, I know this woman. I know this woman. And um, yeah, but Courtney Cox, yeah, no. Don't know what to say. She looked incredibly old to me. <laughs> And so they all kind of, they, and they all huddled together. And then really where I think this film became its richest mm. was in its self-conscious awareness of the horror genre. Yeah. And how it played with it. And really, I think if there's if there's a reason to see this film, it's, it's quite a nicely written script, I thought, yeah. around what it yeah. means to be in a horror film. Yeah. Or to be into horror films. I would, be, I would entirely agree with that. Do you know what I mean? Right yeah. down to the, the opening scene on the telephone, she gets into a sort of protracted argument with the person who's on the end of the phone because she thinks it's her mum's boyfriend about what makes a good horror film yeah and i thought you know from the off i thought oh that's clever because they parked that thought early enough so that we weren't really taking the horror seriously no she returns to it as well right? oh well, it does return to it yeah. very much so now a special shout out to jack quaid who's the main boyfriend in it yes you'll know him from the boys he's uh, dennis quaid and meg ryan's son yes um he's always good he's effortless in his kind okay. of charm and all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah he's in there he's he's a really for me he's the sort of stabiliser of the cast. Yeah. I thought he was a real anchor, he's got yeah. sort of range, he's got humanity, he's got warmth and all yeah, that. Yeah. I thought everyone else, as they are in these films, were warm props until they were yeah. cold props. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. Apart from obviously Courtney Cox and uh, and uh, David Arquette and Neve Campbell. Yeah. Um, so what kind of, when I asked you if you liked it, you sort of said, yeah, sorry, what, what did you like about it then? Was it the... Well, nothing happened that I didn't expect to happen. Mm. I think I just, yeah, I don't, I mean, I thought, I was going to like it more than I did. Maybe I... Oh, you, oh right, you thought you were going to like it more than yeah, I did? Yeah, well, oh, I right. liked Halloween. I, I think I like the Halloweens slightly better than I like right. this franchise. I don't know why that is, but maybe it is because you get the moment of him... Of I thought you liked just... it more than you thought you were going to like it. Well, no, no, I did... I, I did in one Jesus, sense. this is this is this is this is knife edge stuff. No pun intended. Which way are you going? No, no. Was it more impressive than you thought it was going to be, or less impressive? In a way, less impressive. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, it did exactly what it said on the tin. It was I scary. Did it, yeah. I don't think it was scary. Well, you no, just said it's it not, wasn't scary. Not I don't scary, understand what you're saying, Mum. I don't know if it is. Well, I don't really. I thought, if I'm honest, I thought this was a horror comedy. Well, it was in a way, but maybe they all were. Maybe. Also, I mean, there's always something a bit camp about a horror film. Well, there is. And also, a guy that works in the cinema that who is a huge Scream fan said to yeah. me at the end, well, did you like it? And I said, yeah-ish. And he, no, said, you you can't... he said, you've got to know all the others. Well, I just said that and you said, no, you no, don't. Yeah, no, well, he said that. And he said, but this is the, I can tell you. He said, well, you're is... going backwards and this forwards in what best. you're saying. This is the best since the first one. <laughs> And I thought... Well, a lot of people are saying that. Oh, are they? Yeah, oh, the, the vast majority of people are saying that. And I think, oh, okay. I think, yeah, I mean, I think... But I think that's principally not around whether it's an effective horror film. It's around the fact that it plays... Fast it plays movies. very cleverly with the idea of what makes a horror film. I mean, I thought there was a particular moment in it which I really liked, which was where the Jack Quaid character... Uh, they're talking about being trapped in fan fiction. 
Yes. And they're in the process that really the horror of this film is the horror is the horror created by fans of the horror film. Yes. Recreating their own horror film. Yeah. And there was that wonderful moment where Jack Quaid squeals at the top of his voice, Hollywood's lost and run out of ideas. Yes. Do you remember that bit? Yes. Yeah, yes, I mean, yes. I thought that, that for me was when it was, was at its silliest, but also at its cleverest and its, and its, its funniest. Yeah, no, I thought all of those jokes were really good. I mean, I thought it was the jokes that sort of kept it going. Yeah, really. yeah. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, very, very self-conscious, but then it, it, that's what it was. It's an 18. I was kind of surprised. I guess that must just be for the couple of knives through the necks. Yeah. I I found this just about kind of bearable. Logical, it, was, yeah. it was not scary. It wasn't particularly innovative. It was most original in its script. I liked its little riffs on what on the meta, you know, the meta sort yeah. of dialogue about what makes a horror scene, about the characters that go out into the dark and the ones that go downstairs and how it's always the second character and that it's always the boyfriend who looks. I thought it was really nice. I thought David Arquette was brilliant in his mm. small scene in his camp about mm. still watching Courtney Cox on the TV. Yeah, yeah. Courtney Cox is all right. Um, I thought Jack Quaid was brilliant. I thought the youngest girl at the beginning was very strong. Yeah. I found all the others very generic. Yeah, very no, they generic. were, they were. Um, and so, yeah, it riffed. Yeah, at the same time, I think it had a. I think it should have been a bit more effective and original in its horror. I just felt, on the one hand, they turned to the only thing they could have turned to, which was foregrounding the structure of horror films to show how ridiculous it is. And really, the reason that worked was because there's no more horror to be had in Ghostface. No, that's true. But then the whole the whole thing of it became. Who is Ghostface? Yeah. And is he somebody that we've met or is he... Is yeah, he and I mean, we had reflections of the original Ghostface in the mirror and they're yeah. all related to him and there's yeah. a sort of suggestion yeah. that it passes through the generation. But I mean, that is that is what the um, yeah. sort of thing of you waiting to find out is. It's not yeah. It's not where, whether he's going to come from behind the fridge door because yeah. as you just said, they kept playing with that yeah, to yeah. the point where in the end you, you just felt like saying, I don't care whether he's behind the yeah. door or not. I don't think I did care really. No. <laughs> I don't think I really cared about any of them. I mean, no, no, but I'm talking about the scares now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't, didn't do anything. Well, I wasn't scared the once. No. I didn't jump. Out, I didn't jump out of my skin once. I, think I didn't branch I in horror once. I mean, I, even when they sort of down on the bodies, going chink, yeah. chink, chink, it's so sort of comedic. Yeah, you know, it doesn't horrify. No, it doesn't. No. No. So anyway, so I would probably give this fifty-five out of hundred. Yeah, well, at the risk of sort of just going exactly where you've gone and then people would say, why is she even sitting there? Because she's saying the same as him. I would, don't think I'd even give it 50. I'd give mm. it more like about 40. Yeah, well, as a my... comedy film. As yeah, a that, comedy that's why I'm giving it as horror. much as I did. I, I, I'm giving it that just for, you know, some mild entertainment value on yeah. the, in, the, in the script. But when yeah. it comes to horror, I didn't really feel this was a horror film. No, but isn't that because true horror films have got so sophisticated? I mean, she starts off saying what she's saying about true horror films at the beginning and comes back to mm. that. And then the rest of the film is full of these what are stuff that isn't really horror horror. Mm. It's stuff we've all seen before. Mm. But in a way, I think it was throwing its hands up there and saying, yes, this is what I am. Well, maybe this is the film that says, stop making these films. Yeah. You know Unless you I mean? can come up with something really Well, different. he says that, doesn't he? He says Hollywood's run out of ideas. Yeah. They just keep recalling yeah. and recalling yeah. and prequeling and sequeling. That's exactly it. I mean, with those, I couldn't remember the word for it, meta, meta yeah. sort of statements and everything. I thought, yeah, it's literally sort of almost, excuse my language, going up its own arse now because yeah. there's nowhere for it to go. So in a sense, this film has slashered itself. Yeah. And it's saying, that's it, mate. Yeah. Yeah. No more slasher films. Yeah, yeah. Unless you add something really yeah. big. To I think you're great. Well, in that sense, I think it's an incredibly sophisticated and radical <laughs> piece of filmmaking. Yes. What do you think, guys? Do you think that's what it's doing? In that case, it's a really radical treatise on the emptiness and vacuity of contemporary horror films.
Yes, okay, but then why would some people be saying they like this one as much as the first one? Because of that, because that's clever. Oh, I see, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But some of the other ones must have been clever. Yeah, but they were clever in a conventional genre. Yeah, no, that's similar, true. I suppose okay. what maybe people are saying is this is, is both trying to be a, one of the series and a critique on the emptiness of making sequels about itself. This film criticises the very fact that Scream 5 has been made. Yeah, no, no, okay, but it's important that you say that clearly because that is what... Uh, people are going to get from it. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.